BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services. Here we discuss all things fitness, running, rucking, endurance, obstacle course racing, and more. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, Mike with BeastNet here, and on this episode I have with me Garfield. Um, Garfield, tell everyone who you are. Hey, how you doing? I'm um, Garfield, Garfield Griffiths, most people just call me Garfield. Um, parents had a sense of humor, obviously, in the christening department. Um, I am a team lead and a race director currently with Spartan Race. Nice. So, what got you into that? I mean, how did you become a, a team lead with, with Spartan? Oh, gosh. Uh, I got it. Uh, just to the explanation could outlast the, um, the quarantine that we're all under. So, I'll, I'll go for the uh, 30,000 foot view. Is very, very long story short, I was a. Um, a club guy back in the 90s i was a uh, one of those trance djs playing in raves all over the uk i was also promoting events and putting on uh, parties myself um so that was my first dabble into events i guess did quite well over there got headhunted for a big club in miami on south beach in about uh, 1999 called liquid uh, came over here for a quick three-month vacation that was 20 years ago and uh, basically just worked my way up and then i retired from the djing side of it to get married and have a family a consultancy company kind of uh basically telling nightclubs and restaurants and music festivals what to do and what not to do more importantly uh and that was it so i was, I was doing that for quite a number of years just uh, consulting with events and how to put events on i'm a big martial arts person been doing it since i was 12 and the martial arts school that i'm at uh decided in 2011 to run warrior dash and i missed it and i was really upset and i was like damn it and they went oh we loved it it was fun so we're going to run there's another one called spartan race that we're going to run in the beginning of 2012. i said all right sign me up we'll go do it it sounds like fun um and that's kind of it i kind of ran spartan in 2012 got kind of hooked on the whole mud run thing started running just every single one i could and there was back in those days there was one every 15 minutes when the uh, when the bubble before the bubble burst, so and I ran a couple of really terrible ones. And I remember thinking the event guy inside me was like, "Wow, I could you know pull a better race out of my backside." These are terrible. There's the porta potties. The the construction's terrible. You know all this kind of stuff. So I decided I'll put my own race on in uh, late 2012, and uh, kind of that was it. That was the the turning point in my career. I sort of switched from being a consultant for other companies to putting my own mud runs on 2012, 13, and uh, kind of worked my way up through. I was with Savage Race for a while, I was with Battle Frog, I've even worked with Bone Frog, and then eventually settled on, on Spartan Race about three years ago. And uh, here wow. we are. That's awesome. Yeah, I've. And that's the, that's, that's, that's that's the abbreviated thing. version. <laughs> it's the abbreviated version. And that's one thing on the West Coast. We don't get a lot of the ones like you were talking about, the, the Savage, any of those. We, we pretty much we get our, our two Spartan weekends and then a couple local ones. And that's really it. I mean, we get some of the smaller ones that come through, but I do remember. The, the bubble, as you talk, when we had, you know, just about every weekend, you know, yeah. even up here in the, the Pacific Northwest, we had, I have a whole bunch of medals that, of runs that don't even exist anymore. So, you know, a lot of people have looked at my medals and been like, what's this? I'm like, oh, that was an event that was here and gone years ago, you know, and. So I bet you've got some Atlas medals there. Is it Atlas or Alpha? I never Atlas. did Atlas. I was going to, the very first time I was going to do Atlas, it was like pretty much I was about to sign up and then it went out. So <laughs> I, I missed Atlas. Um, but there was a few that was Hell Run for a little while. Um, I did Gladiator when Gladiator was up here in, in Washington. Yeah. 
in 2011, I think, you know, and then they never came back. And, you know, there was a few that came up here and just kind of were here and, and gone. So, and it's, yeah, well, so you know. It's a long, a long trek over to the, to the West Coast. And I know it was discussed when I was with uh, Savage, it was discussed about, you know, getting over there. It's just the cost, you know what I mean, to move, yeah. um, obviously, Working with Spartan Racing, we, we move like five different teams, and each team has eight 53-foot semis, so the logistics are staggering. Yeah. And doing it on for a small race, just, you know, trying to expand, you know, it's, it's, it's a big jump to make that leap from Texas. Texas is where everyone gets to Texas, and then they go, uh, let's just see how we go before we hit California, which is a shame because yeah. Spartan does great numbers in California and on the West Coast. Oh, yeah, and it is. It's kind of one of those things. But we've seen it here, too, where there's been a couple that have tried to jump up here and the big problem with Washington is it seems like we don't like to sign up for things to the last minute. Ah, so, and that's what'll happen is they'll try jumping up here and then nobody signs up. So they're like, Nope, Nope, we can't do it. It's not worth it. But the ones that have sure. said, Hey, you know, let's wait it out and see what happens. All of a sudden, like that last month before the race, everybody signs up. So it's, you know, we're procrastinators up in the, the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I think so. I think the, the the Groupon kind of uh, mentality is kind of uh, I I feel added towards that because back in the day I mean yeah. all we did for the mud runs as you know you you signed up at the, a year out or because you know half these races we we would sell tickets a year out um, that would be your lowest price then it would slowly get more and more and more but then Groupon came out then everybody was competing so we had to compete and I think that's where it kind of was almost the the, the downfall. Where people are like, well, I signed up at the beginning for ninety bucks or sixty bucks, and then there's a Groupon for forty-five towards you know, near race day because the you know the race owners are panicking. So it yeah. came, and I think that's part of why people sort of procrastinated. I, I agree. I think people do. They sit there and they're like, oh, you know, it's going to be cheaper here in a bit. So yeah, we're still we're still we're still hanging in the spot and race. I mean, obviously the the current situation is absolutely horrendous for well, basically every single event company on the face of the earth right now. I just don't think it could be any worse, but uh, I think we'll, we'll all get through it. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I think we will. I mean, it's going to be very interesting. You know, it's like I was, I told you before we started recording, I talked to Hammond and that's been the hard part for me is with my first, what, one, two, three, five Spartan races or six Spartan races of the year have already been canceled. So yeah. I'm already out six races because, you know, I would have been Vegas last weekend and then Seattle in the first weekend in april and then montana the first weekend of may are all gone for me so my next spartan race at this point unless they add some during the summer by try rescheduling is hawaii oh that was going to be mine as well i had to i'd let it go yeah 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 i I was really looking forward to it and i've been kind of pushing for it for about three years with uh like my my supervisor and eventually said okay you got hawaii you and your team i was like man great fantastic then they asked me, do you want to do Abu Dhabi, the World Championships? I'm like, oh, sh- hell yeah. <laughs> they said, but we can't give you two, you know, we can't give you two amazing yeah, destination yeah. races. So someone else is going to take that one. I mean, fingers crossed it happens. I'm sure it will. I'm sure this will all, I, I'm not sure, but, you know, <laughs> call it positive outlook. That, you know, this, this but it'll all flatten out eventually and we'll, we'll all get back to doing what we do uh, pretty soon. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, my races. I've had a few canceled. Palm Beaches was one of mine. That's that just went. Um, Atlanta. We were like a week from a, a week from getting out there uh, when that one went. So my next one now is not until my personal next race will be Fayetteville, the new Ultra Ultra Beast in Fayetteville, which I think should be fun. Nice. That that does sound like a fun one. I know. I was going to say like I, I was you know talking to Hammond yesterday. What plans do you have 
to get you through this. You know, you, you mentioned a couple of times the, the, this wonderful virus, it's got us all yeah. hunkered down. What, what are your plans to get to it, you know, physically and all that stuff? To keep um, yourself well, entertained. Well, I had uh, I had a uh, not to go into too much detail, but I had a pretty rough year last year with uh, some uh, some accidents. I had uh, my neck broken in two places. They had to do it. It was a surgical thing um, because of some trapped nerves in my neck that's been bothering me for almost two years. Um, and they eventually said we have to go in. We got to basically snap two of your vertebrae, pull the nerve out, blah blah blah. So um, I only just and I hadn't exercised for a year before that, even though I used to run these things all the time. Um, and do martial arts. I hadn't done anything in a year and a half because of the pain in my arm. So I only just got back to exercise. I only just got clearance after two years of, uh, <sighs> of, yeah, of doing nothing. And it's killed me. So I'm only just getting back. But now I am uh, actually ran Jacksonville with Hammond, actually, and a few of the crew. Uh, we ran the Sunday in Jacksonville. And uh, so I'm, I'm coming back slowly, surely. But yeah, running, just uh, that's about it right now. Running, maybe some, uh, some shadow boxing and stuff. But um, stuff I can do around the house. So we're, we're sequestered in Central Florida right now. We have a little vacation place that we rent out. It's not the worst situation we could be in. But uh, yeah, trying to keep busy. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. It's kind of the thing that I've been trying to figure out is trying to stay stay busy. It's like, you know, I mentioned to, to Hammond and some of the other people I've talked to. I had a, a major injury four years ago using an excuse not to do anything. And finally this year, I'm like, I'm done with excuses. I'm going to get healthy again. Yep. You know, I've got my diet in place, started hitting the gym three times a week. And then right as I got that habit, all of a sudden they're like, cool, gym's closed. You can't go to that anymore. So I've had I, to rearrange, <laughs> rearrange my personal gym and, you know, be like, okay, I've got a gym here in the house. I need to start using it. So yeah, it's, gotcha. it's been very yeah, interesting. Just, so I just, I, yeah, about six weeks ago, I got the clip all clear to start running and stuff. And obviously when I was not working out, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to eat well if I'm going to kind of being being a big baby about it so but now i saw the six weeks i started running start to feel good again started to get that 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 get the bug back so i'm like good i'm gonna start eating better so i started eating better dropped 10 pounds and everything and now i'm sequestered down and half the time i'm like i'm bored i'm hungry no i'm not you're bored i'm hungry i'm bored <laughs> it's like i'm just eating i gotta get my diet sorted out now because i'm eating terrible quarantine food <laughs> And that's that was kind of thing we've been really trying to make sure that when we go to the store and all of that stuff, we get, uh, you know, we, we try and get healthy food. I mean, it's kind of one of those things that's hard to like, okay, if we get stuck for two weeks, you know, we want to make sure we have food, but yeah. we don't want to get crap food just because, you know, it'll stay good for two weeks. So it's been, it's been tough trying to find out, you know, what we need to get, making sure we get the right stuff and all that. Because meanwhile, if we're both working on, you know, diet and all that and yeah it's been a it's been an interesting thing so trying to figure out the diet i know hammond has a, his little challenge that he mentioned to me that he's going to do in april that i was yeah. like i might try that but i think it'll kill me but so did he yeah, tell you about the challenge yeah he mentioned it. we did a we did a live thing on spartan last friday night and he mentioned he had something planned but at the time we were having a dad joke off competition so it wasn't uh <laughs> wasn't high on the list but uh, yeah. so I'll bring him today. See what he's, what he's going to get planned. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I talked to him. He told me what it was, and it's it's going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and keep up as much as I can. But I know I'm gonna. It's going to get tough. But right, because he said, what is it? He wants to add for every day, do a mile for every for every day. So on April first, you do one mile. April second, you do two miles. You know, and all the way to the end of the month. <laughs> so twenty nine miles, and then thirty miles, and. Oh, that's yeah all right well that's, i hope he has fun with that and you do too 
Oh, no, I already told him. I said, if I do it, I'll probably make it to about mile 15 or so, and then I'm going to start riding a bike. So, <laughs> turn into a biathlon. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, that's a lot of mileage. So, that's a lot of mileage. He'll, he'll do it for fun, but yeah. Yeah, he, but, he's crazy like that. So, yeah, so that's, uh, so that's what we got going on. Like I said, uh, we're, we're hunkered down here. I've got my, my 12 year old son, my eight year old daughter. So far, I haven't killed them. So, uh, so that's a win. Uh, we're, doing good on, we're doing good on that right now. That's good. That's good. Do you like the BeastNet? Do you want to keep hearing it? Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at BeastNetPod. What are your plans? I know you said you're doing Abu Dhabi. Um, how's that? How's that looking? I mean, that sounds like an amazing. I mean, an amazing opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I was I was very uh, very honored when I heard they you know they said oh, you want to want to take it, and I was like absolutely. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm sort of. I'm, I'm really not sure what to expect. I mean, I, I know it's going to be much a lot of the same, you know, putting an event on, whether it be a music festival to a mud run to whatever it might be. It's all at the core, very similar sort of thing, yeah. safety yeah. and this, and a lot of porta parties and sound systems and, and what have you, and uh, customer flow. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've looked at the, the location, because uh, obviously Mike Morris, uh, my, my big boss, he's been out there. He did all the work with the Abu Dhabi Sports Council, and I've seen his photographs. It is literally it's giant desert. I mean, there's one of the world's biggest sand dune actually overlooks the festival area. It's like it's like oh. a mountain. So it's definitely going to be an interesting one to design a course. I'm I'm very curious to see how we'll do that. But um, I don't know. I'm just really excited for it. I, I just we met the the people from uh, Abu Dhabi. They came out the sports council people uh, to Jacksonville when we did the first mm-hmm. race of the year, uh, which was my first race as well. So you know we got to. Uh, I got to take them on a, on, a, on a ride around and we were talking to them and everything. And they were like, just absolutely fired up. Um, they're like, you know, the kids in candy stores, um, just seeing what we're doing on this festival and what they've got planned in Abu Dhabi. It's insane. I mean, they're talking about VIP this. I mean, they're just putting so much, um, so much uh, financial sort of backup into it to make it this absolutely off the charts, world-class event. So yeah, I, I just can't wait to get out there. We were supposed to be out there in May. For the uh, the big site visit, but we'll see how that pans out with uh, the current economic and world climate. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's one that's just so that that's a that's a bucket list one for me. I'd love to do that one, but you know, Hawaii uh, Hawaii is going to be what I'll be going to this year, hopefully. So, I mean, uh-huh. I, I'm hoping that things are back on track by August. But yeah, so. you put those six races that you missed together and go to Abu Dhabi. It's tempting, but it's it my wife has been looking at it this way because all the races, like we were supposed to go to to Vegas and we were going to spend you know a couple of days in Vegas. So all that those travel days, I'm not going to have to use that PTO now because we didn't go. So she's putting right. all my PTO together and just keeps adding days in Hawaii. Okay, fair enough. So that was my plan. Yeah, so. I had Hawaii. Um, I was actually going to go in about a week early with my family and just uh, you know make a vacation of it. But uh, again, that's that's going to happen now, and I don't think my wife wants to go to Abu Dhabi right now. Yeah, nineteen hours on a plane with two kids is just—it's a bit much. No, yeah, and I mean, we go to we go to Hawaii. This will actually be our fourth year in a row to Hawaii for the for the Spartan races, and we've pretty much we do usually we go for two weeks. We'll do like get there the Monday before the races, and then leave like the the Thursday or Friday after. So that way we're there for. Not just the because my my wife doesn't race, so we're not there just to race. We also have a family vacation. So, and this year our our youngest son's going with us. It's his he graduates and hopefully graduates in June. Who knows what's going on with all the schools being closed? Right. But he 
he graduates in June and his graduation present is a, it was a trip to Hawaii. So very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I'd like to go there. The venue looks incredible, especially with all the, the film props kicking around and everything, but oh, yeah. it, might it is. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. So what would be, what would be your favorite, favorite race that you've done so far? Mm. Participated in or uh, produced? Both. Ah, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I would say the favorite one I ran as a participant, and please note, I do not do these in any kind of elite, any even back in the day. Uh, I do it for fun and just uh, I'm out there. I think my most enjoyable was the OCRWC in 2014 in Ohio. Um, I loved that one. That was the venue, and I actually got to race. I actually was the race director for the OCRWC the year after uh, at that venue in Ohio. Uh, King's Landing, but I love that place and all the all the, the custom built obstacles that were already there and just the hills. It was uh, that was a great great venue. Um, yeah. As far as far as producing, eesh, that's a good one. One of the favorites I've ever done. So it's funny, um, you know, they say misery loves company, and just because of the nature of what I do and my team, my team and I, we always talk about this about how we just kind of thrive and love that kind of just the nastiness of the weather turning on us and this thunderstorms and all the it's all it's a weird thing that we kind of get like a little buzz off that i'd probably say the saturday ultra beast in carolina last year was one of my favorite races i've worked and anyone who ran it's going to be like just absolutely thinking i'm a lunatic right now because that was one 15 hour soggy freezing just mess if it could go wrong it went wrong we lost children and then lost parents and lost grandparents and then part of the hill, part of the course just vanished and slid down the side of the hill. Like the entire surface, all the grass just vanished. Um, and we, wow. had to kind of re, we had to redirect about three miles of course around almost sim- instantly um, like to bypass this area, but also keeping the same obstacles because it was a championship. Um, it was just nuts. It was absolutely nuts. And by the end of it, I was just like, that was the best race I've ever had. So, yeah, the Triana Equestrian Center, Ultra Beast last year was one, one of my favorites I've worked. And see, that's one of the things that, you know, I, I always love about the the Spartan guys. And I mean, from running Spartan for, you know, because what this is my, I started in 15. So this is technically, I guess would be my sixth year was that everything's a challenge. I mean, it's, you know, before I really started doing Spartan, I kind of had that idea of, you know, you look at something as a challenge rather than, you know, an obstacle for you to figure out how to get around and get over, get, you know, through, you don't give up. But after doing Spartan for years, now I completely get it. It's like, you know, that's how I look at things. When I come up to an obstacle, it's like, not how do I get around this? It's like, how do I get over and through it? Yeah. You know? And that carries, I feel, not to sound sort of cliche, but it's kind of, it, you know, I mean, we're facing it right now. The company's facing it. We're all facing it. I mean, obstacles, they're everywhere. And again, it, it sounds like, you know, easy to say that, but really it, it does translate in the real world. It does. And like I said, that's one of the reasons why we've, me and Don have been trying to get a lot of these episodes up right now is because we're trying to talk to everyone about how are you getting through this and, you know, hoping that, you know, if one of these episodes helps one person, then I feel like I've done something right, you know, and it's, you know, just get through this, this wonderful time that we got going. So, well, we got a lot of stuff. I mean, it's good that you're turning out, you know, turning out the podcast because that's great. People need content right now, but a small yeah. name time because... I mean, it's, it's the one time you can say, okay, stay in and be on your phone. <laughs> As opposed to normally, yeah. say, go outside and play with people. Uh, you got to do yeah. the opposite. Um, and that's uh, and just one of the talking points I have is, you know, that um, 
we're trying on the Spartan stuff. And Steve Hammond and I, we started a show. Uh, we're doing some stuff. I'm about to put another one out called Meet the Race Directors, almost similar to what we're doing here, um, which is basically I'm going to interview the RDs, past and present from Spartan, um, on the Spartan channel. Um, so we're trying to pump nice. out. On, we're trying to pump out content. Joe's doing his thing every morning. I think five thirty every morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe's uh, Joe DeSena's on there. Zoom doing live chats with people all over the world. So you know, it's it's uh, it's great how I, again you talk about how we get through it and past it. You know, Spartan kind of almost overnight kind of switch from being uh, an event company to being a social media content company. You know, um, yeah. Because that's what we're having to do. We've got to keep people engaged and people fired up. And then obviously we want them to come back because we all want a job. Let's call it what it is. But also the fact that, you know, we love what we do. And I think we're doing great stuff out there. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting time. It is. It definitely is. But, I mean, this is a time, you know, I think this is a time that really, really shows people's character. Because it, it, what you do now when, you know, things are the worst kind of shows who you really are as a person, you know, if you're helping other people, trying to do stuff, you know, talking to people, doing stuff, that's, you know, who, who you are as a good person, not because you want someone to see it just because you want to do it. So, you know, and that's where, you know, just true color trying to help, you know, it's, yeah, I got lucky. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm lucky. Cause I have, I have two and a half acres and I have obstacles in my front yard. I, I have a whole, basically a gym I built in my, you know, in one of the spare bedrooms. So, I mean, it's, I'm lucky where I can keep doing stuff, you know, working out and doing stuff. But a lot of people, you know, they live in apartments. So it's, you know, trying to find something to keep themselves busy. Plus, you know, keep them healthy. I know. And of course, every part of you, I'm the same with, uh, with my, I got friends in South Florida, you know, we, like I say, we we invested in this, this vacation home on the lake. It's all, you know, beautiful. We've got the lake and everything. So I'm like, the first thing I want to do is like, hey, everybody, come to mine and we'll hang out. And I'm like, nope, I'll do that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so you got to think of, you got to be very creative on how you help. Yeah. And that is so true. Cause that's the one thing too is like, you know, we do do workouts at my house. You know, Beastnet, we will set up workouts, workouts occasionally with people that are local and say, hey, come on over. You know, we have Atlas balls, we have buckets, we have all this stuff. We can do a workout together in my yard and have a have a blast and it's very hard for me not to say hey everybody come on over and it's like oh wait we can't never mind <laughs> you know being sociable yeah. while being anti-social at the same time it's, uh, it's pretty yeah it's like they keep calling it social distancing and there's nothing social about it just yeah, absolutely anti anti-social distancing <laughs> yeah so but it is what we need to do to you know get the flatten this curve and make it so that you know everyone more people come out of this safe on the other side and and all that but it's it's tough to get through sometimes yeah i mean hopefully um fingers crossed people are going to come out they're going to be like just like chomping at the bit ready to go again so hopefully you know um we'll get not just us i got like i said i have good friends over at savage uh and other race companies you know they're all ready to go and i hope everyone comes out of their houses fired up and ready to uh crawl through some barbed wire and uh, get us all back up and running as soon as possible I hope so. I really do. So I know, like I said, that's my thing right now is just, you know, anybody listening to this needs someone to talk to, call me, we can figure out something and get you through this. So it's going to be a fun time. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. So, all right. So do you have anything else you wanted to say to the listeners or anything you wanted, you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I mean, I'm good. This has been uh, very pleasant. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just happy to be here doing my thing. You know, Uh, I'm happy to work for, in this industry, not just uh, even remotely brand associated. I just love working in, in the sport, um, you know, and I, th- I think it'll survive. I think it's strong enough to survive. I know it's sort of flattened out over the years, but everything does. 
I remember yeah. when the entire world, the entire world was running around uh, doing paintball or running around using inline skates, and then you know it's, it yep. settles down and then you get your niches. Our niche is still pretty big, you know, forty-two yeah. countries still doing OCR, and a lot of these countries it, it's really kicking off because I've noticed that um, the industry, ironically, that started in the UK, eighty-seven, uh, you know, Mr. Mouse and what have you. Um, yep. And then sort of blew up in the U.S. and then blew up in the but then blew up in the U.K. again two years after the U.S. So I, I like talk to my friends in the U.K. and they're like, "Well, we're about here." And I'm like, "Oh, the bubble's going to burst in about a year." And then of course it happened. Um, but there's some countries, some other countries where it's just blowing up right now, and it's like there, it's like it was in 2012. So it's great. It's and it's cyclical. I think. I think it, things come back around. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think OCR is in a good place, and we'll get through this. Oh, I agree. Yep. Just another obstacle. So, all right. Well, Garfield, it's been a a great talking to you. I hope I get a run into you at one of the events soon, but yeah, um, yeah. kind of an East coast guy. So I don't really get that far West. I think, uh, do you ever get to the, um, the West Virginia championship race? That's a good one. No, I keep, I keep trying to, um, I just keep worrying about that's where my mom's from. I'm going to run into family that I don't know about. So, you know, <laughs> uh, it is, you know, what is an amazing venue. I would honestly say, uh, I don't know about Hawaii, but it, I mean, it's just gorgeous and the hills and the mountains and everything around that area. It is a very, very beautiful. One of my favorite venues, uh, that we have. That, that. Oh, it's amazing. That's the one where I actually fell off the mountain and knocked myself out and broke my neck again. Last I've heard year. about that's that. What my, <laughs> yes. That's where my accident happened. Well, I was unconscious for about 30 minutes on the bottom of the mountain. Uh, thankfully, my course manager was with me at the time because I kicked him out of the vehicle and said, get out of here. This is dangerous. Um, and then I stayed in him. <laughs> so yeah. It's a bail halfway down the hill, and I flipped about, you know, about 50 feet. Um, but uh, my hand stayed on for about 25 of those feet, so that was a bonus. That's good. Yeah, that was well, fun. I'm, I'm glad you made it through that. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I've wanted to go to West Virginia, but it's usually either like the weekend before the weekend of, or it's like right there with Hawaii. So it's kind of like when I try and tell my wife, so West Virginia or Hawaii, every time for some reason she says Hawaii. Yeah, they are um, actually uh, both my team's races. Uh, Hawaii it, Hawaii goes right into West Virginia. So you got about a week and a half break. We will be flying, not myself, but my team will fly straight from Hawaii on the Wednesday after the race directly to West Virginia to start building it for like a week and a half later. So yeah, they're, they're oh, wow. side by side. Yeah. So, and like I said, for some reason, the wife always picks Hawaii. I mean, Oh, what a surprise. West yeah. Virginia, Hawaii, Boise, Idaho, Hawaii. It's, it's a tough call. I mean, it really is. <laughs> it is. It is. All right. Well, perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Garfield. And like I said, I, I hope to talk to you again soon. Absolutely. I appreciate your time. Cheers guys. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.